This is Kate Beckinsale. You're listening to Bacon Sale. Do, 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 do. Oh, Stacy's mom, do, do, do. yeah, she's do, got do. it going on. Do, 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 do. Oh, Stacy's mom, do, do. yeah, she's got do, it going on. Do, 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 do. Oh, Stacy, can't you see you're not do, the girl do, for me? Do, do. I'm in, in love, love with Stacy's mom. Yeah! Kent's idea. Yeah, it was. And I decided to record all the parts. Wait, for what's it. the song called? Is that just <laughs> Goodnight Good Sweetheart? Sweetheart? Because when we were talking about the Spangles, it, I was like, it's just the lullaby from Three Men and a Baby. Wait, you said you you created that? Is that all I, your vocals? I'm every track, yeah. Are you serious? Wow. Yeah. Like I sang backup vocal. Zach, quit raising the standard here. Yeah. yeah. Did you hear the last episode? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Two stone Nintendo. Two stone. Let's sing on this episode. We said that. By the way, welcome to Big Cell. I'm Joel. I'm Ken, and I'm Zach. Well done, Zach. And we'd like to thank you, Zach, for doing that intro, and (laughs) thank you for listening to our last episode, the first half of our 2001 hit Wonder Bracket. You know what? Honestly, for all of the bracket shows, I feel like this one was reasonably well received. Even though the music from this time shouldn't be, it's not some of the worst music we've ever judged. I think so. Yeah, I may have to agree with you, but there were some fun comments, including on Facebook. Rachel Gray Crump said thoroughly enjoyed this episode. I got a little sad about Alien Ant Farm being booted. And also agreed. I like the Goo Goo Dolls is the grossest thing that Zach has ever said. (laughs) It's true. What? She's right. They're fine. I I actually went on there and defended it. I'm like, Goo Goo Dolls should have gone farther in a 90s bracket. They're fine. Mm. Then over on Twitter. Good for a comment. We have our good friend Matt's at Matt's underscore 17 said. 786 Joel just ruined paper airplanes for me. Those are gunshots? <laughs> Wait, what do you think it I was? I seriously never know what that song is called or that they were gunshots. What was my childhood? <laughs> I, actually, I did. I, I wrote it, but I said, what did you think they were? And he thought they were like a drum beat, like, a, you know, just kind of a... Wait, so he's offended by the sound of gunfire? Apparently. Okay. But uh, yeah, I love that song. Love <laughs> that gunfire. I hate it when they edit it out. Then over on Instagram, basically the summary of what we were just talking about, at Spurgito says, I usually get pretty worked up on these bracket shows when you guys screw up the winner of a matchup. <laughs> this was not what I would consider a good time for music, so I have no complaints about any pick. Yeah, <laughs> uh, we feel the same. Yeah, no one's like super passionate about these No, they songs. are. They are. I've gotten people are uh, sending me pictures of their brackets that they're filling out. And yeah, awesome. that's really they're fun. They're getting mad at us for the seating. They're like, how dare you put these two against each other? There's some very strong like quarters but that's what they say the but i'm like yes. it depends who you talk but it, to yeah, because some people will say oh the the bottom right corner of the bracket is horrible but and it's, it's my one. favorite part yeah yeah so yeah anyway but no thank you we, we do like your feedback and today we are going to be finishing it up there will be a winner but before we get into that we have some new patrons, patrons. Yes, we do. okay that was your horn no okay let's, let's try it again let's try it again Patrons! No, we're keeping the first one. <laughs> oh, man. Dang it. We have a couple of new patrons, including Stacy Schreiber at the Stacy $3 tier. Hello, Stacy. Thank you for being Stacey. a patron. Stacy. Perfect song to join. Aw. <gasps> and then we also have Ashley Hellstern on the $3 tier. Hi, Hi Ashley. Ashley. How's it going? Thank Hi. you. Thank you for being patrons of Bacon Sale. We love you. We, we just released like a 30-minute Bacon Bit, so there you go. Yeah. yeah. If you don't know, Bacon Bits are these little mini extra episodes that you get if you're a patron of Bacon Sale, and at $3, you get access to that. It's basically fun banter with Joel complaining about how long they are. Yes, yeah. every time I try to keep these short, and every time I talk way too long. <laughs> yes, you do. They have gotten progressively <laughs> longer since I joined the show in April. That is also Sorry. your fault. 
But it's not what we're talking about today. Oh. Because we have one more shout out. Yeah, we yeah. do. Speaking of patrons, hey, do you guys know Haley Copa and Brian Madsen? Well, yes, I do. Oh, yeah. Good well, people. Yeah, Brian Madsen is on the Bacon Council. Yes, and he actually, is. he was made a member of the Bacon Council because Haley gave it to him as a present. Amazing. Aww. Yeah. Apparently, guys, I want to just bring this up. On their first date. Are you bringing it down? Hold bring on. Do down. we need yeah, like bring it down, sweet music real bum, quick? Bum, bum, <laughs> on their first date back in May of 2019, they actually listened to one of our episodes. The Pet Tearing Show, I think is what she, what, uh, she oh, said. Oh, my Wait, word. Wait, hold on. And it's working out for them? Apparently. Wait, but why? why? Who chose this? I don't know. I don't know the backstory. All I know is she said that on their first date, they listened to, uh, she said, don't quote me on this, but probably the pet tearing show. Why did it work out for them, but it never works out for Kent? <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, but. Hey, listen to my voice for two hours. The reason How's we're going? bringing it up is because they are getting married today. Yeah. Well, yeah. At the airing of this episode, they are getting married. And so we wanted to wish you, Brian, and you, Haley, a very, very happy wedding. And may you have tier one happiness for the rest of your life. Congratulations. Oh, I hope you're not listening to this episode tonight. Stop. Get. Stop. Family, Family friendly. friendly. On their first date. That doesn't. No. It's kind of like full I'm not, circle. I'm not dignifying it. Congratulations, nope. Haley and Brian. <laughs> Congratulations. You guys are awesome. But that's not what we're talking about today, even though we should, because it's awesome. Congratulations again. It is cool. Yes. What are we talking about today, Zach? We are finishing up our 2000s One Hit Wonder Tournament. It's bracket time, folks. Yeah, it, yeah is. it is. So this time, I don't think we're going to sing intros for the songs. I'm sorry, I just broke a lot of hearts out there. No, people still didn't know the yeah, songs after we're we sing going them. To sing. We did it. The joke's done. Yeah. We're going to sing. We're going to sing. I'm, you're going to sing. <laughs> it, it may happen. No we'll promises. see. Everyone should know, well, quote unquote, these songs now, because now these are some of the more popular songs from the decade. Some of them, yes. So some, some should I'm have still advanced. not quite sure. We did uh, end up with some, but we did move through a lot of the more popular ones. And yes. if you don't know them, once again, we'll be posting a Spotify playlist so you can listen to all the songs we're going to talk about today and then some. And you can also print out an advanced version of the bracket so you can start where we're starting today at BaconCell.com as well. All right. First up, proving that these guys aren't going to sing a single song today. <laughs> we have <laughs> Who Let the Dogs Out by the Baja Men. Nope. Uh, no, I'm going to nope. resist oh, it. Oh, I baited. Who? I baited Jill. Who? Nope. Who? Who? And then, Who? This is also Heaven, which is the cover version by DJ Sammy and Friends. So Who Let the Dogs Out? Have you guys actually listened to the song outside of the Who Let the Dogs Out? Because no one really knows what that... Yeah, I'm surprised you guys know that part. Well, I only do because I took Joel's recommendation from the last episode and listened to the original version, Mm -hmm. Doggy or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. Terrible. Uh, it's, it's not as fun. The it's, dance beat is what's fun about this it song. Is. Uh, the Baja Men, they're from the Bahamas, and their musical style is called what? The Junk Anew. Junk okay. Anew is the musical genre. The Junk Anew. Well, you guys know what made, I mean, Who Let the Dogs Out came out, but it wasn't really known until mm-hmm. obviously it was featured in Rugrats in Paris, the movie. <laughs> I actually legitimately remember it from the advertising That's where it in the movie. popularity yeah. was because of that movie. So who Let the Dogs Out owns some of this fame to, to Rugrats. So the singer of. The Baja Men. He actually said, Who Let the Dogs Out is a man bashing song. Which is weird because I always heard when they're saying Who Let the Dogs Out, they're referring to the lesser attractive females at the party. Oh, that's, that's what, what you heard? That's what I heard. And so I was like, oh man, yeah. this is not going to fare well. But then I then Kent, I read the same so thing. So he says, when the song says the party was nice, the party was pumping, party is metaphorical. It really means things are going great. Thank you for the clarification. Mm-hmm. And then when he says, yippee yay yo that's everybody happy, right? And everybody was having a ball. Okay, makes sense. Until the men start name-calling and calling the women skettle and every dirty word you can think of. And then the woman shouts out, who let the dogs out? Because these men who were name-calling are the dogs. So what you're saying is he's saying it's a man-bashing song. Yes, 100%. 
Which is probably a response for everyone saying, for everyone realizing what the song was really about. I think he's lying. You think he's lying? I think to he's playing cover. Quentin okay. Tarantinoing this situation. He's like, yeah, bit. that that works. There uh, are feet involved. Is that what you're saying? Oh yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. we have DJ Sammy, who we talked about a little bit. He was born in the '60s. He remixed a ton of '80s and '90s songs. Yes, although it's not just DJ Sammy. He, yeah, right. It's DJ Sammy and Yanu and Doe. And Doe is the singer. Is he a Star Wars character? Is it what? She's Dominic Ripa Van Hulst. She's a Dutch singer known by her stage name, Doe. Okay, so DJ Sammy is Spanish. DJ Yanu is German. And they came together with this Dutch singer to create a Brian Adams, a Canadian remix. Yeah. <laughs> so you got Canadian, German, whatever else I said, Spanish. International. Lots lots of, lots of, this is, this is yeah. a mix yeah. of love here. Who Let the Dogs Out hit number 40 on the Billboard charts. Number one in a few countries, top 10 in 14 countries. Heaven was number eight. So it did better. But uh, once but again, we're it, going with it, 33%. But it also sold less. It sold a million less. And we are going with 33% from our vote goes to the, like when we choose who wins. 33% vote, it goes performance in the 2000s. 33% presence then and now. And 34% personal taste. So, I'm going to throw my vote out here. I like Heaven more as a song. I would rather listen to it. But based on the legacy of who that the dog's out, yeah. I do have to give it my vote. Cultural impact, I think, definitely takes this one and makes it easy. Who let the dogs out for me as well? I'll give the pity vote to Heaven, but I, re- I really do think who let dogs out has longer staying power. It's, it's still Somehow. around. If you play it right now at uh, like a children's DJ gig, people will dance to it. It is fun. I tried people to play it for like my it. kids the other day. It was like the Disney version where Mickey Mouse is on there talking, and it was just bizarre. That sounds horrible. All right. Who let the dogs out moves on. Next up, we have the catch-up song and shake it. Ketchup song is a song I've heard one time by Lost Ketchup. <laughs> they're a Spanish girl group. They're all sisters. And they're actually the daughters of a, uh, a man named Juan Manuel Munoz Esposito, known by a stage name as El Tomat. Aren't, the those, tomato. The, aren't those the lyrics of He's, that song? <laughs> but their dad is the tomato and That's they're Lost Ketchup. Cute. Oh, get it? Because ketchup's made of tomatoes. Please don't say it that way. Well, there's, a, there's, a, there's a Spanish version of this song, and then people say there's an English version. It's not English. It's Spanglish. Spanglish. Yeah. It specifically said on the one that I found. The Was Spanglish it for version. the Spanglish soundtrack, or did they just do that? Just I just think, they, I think they said, hey, let's do it in English. And they're like, we don't, we don't know how to speak English very well. They're like, okay, just do Spanglish. All right. Interesting. So Ketchup Song got number one in 26 countries. Not in the U.S., though. Is it where it's number 54. Shake It by Metro Station. They're an American pop rock band. They How? hit number 10 on Billboard. How did we not bring this up before? That that Metro Station is composed of well, oh, yeah. the brother of Miley Cyrus yep. and the brother of the other guy, Mitch, Mitch <laughs> Musso, from uh, Hannah Montana. They met on the set of Hannah, Hannah Montana. Montana. And they formed a band. Yeah, that's pretty funny. How did they not get their own Disney show at that point? They probably do. We just don't know about Man, it. Man, are the Cyrus jeans like prodigy jeans or do we hate them? She doesn't wear jeans anymore, Ken. <laughs> <laughs> Billy Cyrus has, Billy Ray has plenty. <laughs> All right. I yeah. was actually, so here's the thing, guys, is these two songs, the Ketchup song and Shake It. I actually enjoy them both, but Shake It was definitely one that I thought was more fun. However, no, I'm going to be the one hit wonder police here. Because, oh, come on. well, one Wait, hit wonders. This round or throughout the game? Throughout the game, probably. Okay. Whenever because I feel it's there so are necessary. Several, we've been called out a few times. But here's the thing. One hit wonder doesn't necessarily mean they only had one hit. It just means they are only known for that one hit. Well. So, but that's what I'm saying. It can weaken their position. That's dicey. It is. But it can weaken their position if I tell you, gentlemen, that sh- that Metro Station actually had another hit in 2008 called 17 Forever. Now, you guys probably have not heard this song before. No. I hadn't. 
And so I was listening to it and I was like, these lyrics seem a little bit weird. 17 forever. And then I got this quote. Frontman Trace Cyrus told the magazine that this song, 17 Forever, is, quote, about wanting to be in a relationship with a girl who's underage so bad and how age limitations don't let you do that, unquote. I'm voting catch-up song. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Jeez, there's, there's no way you can't <laughs> vote for ketchup. You, you can't not, you have to catch up all the way. That makes me feel uncomfortable. No, I, I was going to vote for Shake It, but... Chris Hansen just showed up to the Disney set. <laughs> well, no wonder they didn't get a show. Right, I should clarify, not that this makes it better, but he was, he was young as well. The whole point yeah. is him young and she's young. But right. if, you, if you listen to 17 Forever, I went, oh, that's skeezy. You're leading for the, are they one hit wonders? And then it became something else entirely. <laughs> but they had another hit, 17 Forever. Oh, nah. Yeah. yeah. Sorry. <laughs> I, I totally poisoned the well on that That's one. That's bait. Jail bait. <laughs> I, I want, anyone want to argue against me on that? No. <laughs> Shake It is a better song. I like Shake It. I'll vote for Shake It officially. Okay. Uh, uh, no, but it's I'm ketchup. thinking it's ketchup. ketchup. The ketchup song moves on. Now we have Around the World by A Touch of Class. La, 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 la. When, and also All Around the World? I don't know. And then we have All the Things She Said by Tattoo. Oh, the thing she said. Oh, the she are said. we singing? Uh, we are. No, no, no we're not. No, we're not. So ATC, a, a touch of class. They are German Euro dance band. Tattoo is a lying Russian music duo. I like you said lying. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> I was going to say ATC, a touch of class. They can't yeah. call themselves ATC legal anymore. ATB, a, a DJ named ATB sued them. So they couldn't use the term ATC sound. Oh, didn't Lady Antebellum then try to steal that name <laughs> as well? <laughs> sure. Uh, but they're actually, uh, one of them is from New Zealand. One of them is from Australia. One of them is from Italy. And one of them, one of them is from the United Kingdom. But they're considered so a they're basically band. Eurovision combined. I made fun of Tattoo because, well, they are kind of like marketing. I do think they're very talented. Like the album this song is on is quite good, but they are kind of like a Russian music machine. Yeah, like well, they were, they were produced to be salacious. They were in a kids band, a kids singing group mm-hmm. first uh, called Neposeti. I don't know how to say it. Neposeti. I don't know how to say it. I don't speak Russian. But they, these two were in there to decide to, to, this producer got them together and had a singing competition and said, these two, these are going to be the magic here. Right. And they were manufactured. Uh, the name they, a tattoo comes from, it sounds like English tattoo, but it's actually T period, A period. Wait, hold on. It, lowercase yeah. T, period, T. Lowercase T, capital period, capital A period, capital T period, lowercase U period. Little X, That's little horrible. O, big O. Big but X. they chose tattoo <laughs> because it's a shortened version of the Russian phrase, Tai Lubitz Tu. That's terrible. Wow. Good job. Uh, Meaning this loves that. Very good comrade. And then they were going to say just tattoo, but then there was an Australian band that was named T-A-T-U. So then they put the periods in the weird capitalization to make themselves different. I'm going to put my vote out there with this uh, based on success and how much I like the song. So A-T-C or A-T-B-C, whatever it is. A touch of class. They got number 28. They were number one in five countries. Tattoo, on the other hand, were number 20 and number one in 15 countries. Yeah. Also, slightly more sales. The song is better, even though they're totally manufactured. I do think they go past here just based on my interest in the song okay. and my history with the box music TV. No, stop. I'm sorry. Don't watch the music video. You I'm pretty sure Metro Station sang a song about tattoo. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I like Around the World, la, 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 better. It's also, but it's a cover la, 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 la. of a Russian song, it by is. the way. I had never heard all the things she said until... This bracket, I've never really? heard the song, hmm. but I do think overall, not only was it more successful, I think it due to the salacious nature, especially the music video and and all of that. I mean, I think it had more impact at the time. 
Um, but neither has really stuck around a ton. No. Um, so I'll, I'll put through all the things she said, I suppose. I will vote um, for it as well. Yeah. Uh, wow, I'm surprised. Well, Clean no. sweep. That's the thing is, I, I think it's I, just more successful at the end of the day. Neither I one of these are. I don't like the manufacturer quality of tattoo. Neither. I don't like, I honestly don't like a lot about their but story. That was common of the time. I mean, the, I mean, think about all of the band, like boy bands and like the Spice Girls. They're all manufactured. Yeah. A couple of the bands from our last bracket were made on TV shows. And Dream not, and. And I'm not, okay. I was going to say, I'm not being a uh, one hit wonder police here, but I do like other songs by Tattoo. Same. There are a couple other, like uh, Not Gonna Get Us. I like that one a lot. Yeah. And All About Us. I also like that yep. one. But. All, all I know from ATC is around the world, and that's not a bad thing about him. But I just I've heard all the things she said on more soundtracks and Wait, elsewhere. So are you okay? Than I have around the world. Are you saying though, if a band is only known for one thing, then you're gonna like them less because no, this no, is no. one hit wonder. No, no, because I'm saying they they have that one hit, but then mm-hmm. I, there's more songs I like from Tattoo. I see more range there, and so I have more affinity towards that one. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Well, they get the sweep. So yeah. okay, there we'll we go. move on. All the things she said moves on to the next round. <laughs> Now we have Bulletproof by LaRue versus Crank That, Soldier Boy. Oh, I'm trying, I'm I would to call it Bulletproof the sleeper hit, but there's nothing sleepy about it. No, this it's so peppy. But even though this isn't a, uh, like the beat isn't fast, Crank That is quite a adventurous and fun song, too. It can it be, is. at least. Well, and then they had a whole dance associated yeah, with it, too. Yeah, the dance is great. Uh, by the way, Bulletproof by LaRue. LaRue is actually... Uh, it's an, they're an English band. Mm-hmm. Uh, the singer Eleanor or Ellie Jackson and the producer Ben Langmaid were the ones that made that first album, and then they never they never made another album again. But then uh, Ellie decided to make two more albums and kind of reform Larue. I as, may want to try to listen to it, but it maybe never, it didn't catch any of the magic of the first of one, not. obviously. So Soldier Boy, his company, like he's gone on to work in fashion, and recently, oh my gosh, yes, recently he's uh, started like an emulation hardware company where he is stealing from Nintendo, PlayStation, and an Xbox, and he's created or he's put his name on a console. He's been sued by Nintendo several times. He keeps trying that to Soldier Boy's industry. Can't do that. He calls it the Soldier Game. Yeah. It's called Soldier Game. Also, pew, pew. here comes the one hit wonder police. Uh, he actually had one, two, three, four, five charting hits. Now, I listened to all of them. Mm-hmm. They're well, all the same song, aren't they? I listened to all. They're all generic, forgettable terribleness. But let me give you some of the names here. Soldier Girl reached number 32 in 2007. Yeah, reached number, 2000, uh, number 48 in 2007. <laughs> Kiss Me Through the Phone got number three yeah. in 2008. Turn My Swag On got number 19 in 2008. And Pretty Boy Swag. Pretty Boy Swag. I don't even know that one. Number 34 in 2010. None of which I like, but he's had other hits. No, he's he really has. Wonder. And he's had a lot of beef. Like he's had beef with Tyga, Ice-T, Jake Paul, Hobson, Chief Keef, and Bow Wow. The U.S. Army. Yeah, and the U.S. Army and police, of he, course. He, in one of his songs, he insulted the army troops and kind of called them out. Soldier Boy was number one for seven weeks. There's a ton of success here. Probably one of the bigger selling singles of the 2000s. Number one on Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. Bulletproof was only number eight, but it was on the charts 27 weeks. Success-wise, it is Soldier Boy, but if the one-hit wonder police is jumping on in there... Which, that, one, which one did you guys sing more on after last week? Oh, there's no question about it. Yeah. It's Bulletproof. It's Bulletproof. It's but Bulletproof. I have a, a connection to Crank That. Like I said, it played all the time in my high school. I, you can still play it at dances now, and people will dance to it. That said, I think the dance is better than the song. 
Is and it though? Because you can't just swing just like your the, arms like around it, without arms. the dance. The you. song wouldn't. The song wouldn't have gone anywhere. Yeah, which it's he like the Macarena himself. Macarena so, still has a good. How beat, dare you? But really though, it would have. It's been, okay. He can give a pity vote to Crank that. Yeah. No, I'm not going to. Uh, let it be known. Let's just say Zach, Zach voted for Metrostation and Soldier Boy. Bulletproof is a superior song. I've got beef with you now. Now we have Hey There Delilah by the Plain White Tees and Flavor of the Week by somebody. American Hi-Fi, right? Yeah. Plain White Tees, number one on Billboard, and it also hit number one in five countries, whereas Flavor of the Week, number 41 on Billboard. And I also have Spotify numbers. And granted, Spotify is more like past decade relevance. It really wasn't like in the 2000s. It's really just showing what's been played more. Mm -hmm. And there's a staggering difference here. Hey There Delilah has 561 million plays alone for that song. Right. Flavor of the Week has 39 million. So huge difference. Oh, here we go. I said this last week. You did. And this is kind of this is what this was the tip of the iceberg, Zach. Uh, When I was like, oh, I do remember one, two, three, four. One word. You made fun of me for singing another Apple commercial. No, but that's because, like I said, we, we include them on one, one hit wonders because they are basically known for their one hit. And it is like once you achieve that success, people always like no you're, matter what Daniel Radcliffe does, he's always going to be Harry Potter. You're going to cut these guys out. And I'm now? not. I'm just I'm just kind of chipping away. We, I'm, I'm because they have one, two, three, four. Hate. I really don't like you. Our time now. Rhythm of love. OK, I don't know those last two. And he's like, hate is a really strong word. Hate is really, a strong really, word, but I really, really, really don't like you. Yeah. By the way, not about Delilah, the radio DJ. It's actually about Delilah, Delilah. DiCrescenzo, <laughs> a nationally ranked American steeplechase and cross country runner. And hey there, Delilah. From July 3rd through July 28th, 2007, the number one most played song on the radio and the number one downloaded song on the iTunes Music Store. Mm-hmm. I'll give the defense here. I'll give a defense of them being a one-hit wonder. Yes, they had other songs that were popular, but none of them reached this level. None of them reached Hey There, Delilah level. It was everywhere. It well, was being the sung point of, all the time. That's the point of the one-hit wonder is that it, they never reached quite that. So yeah, peak. one, two, three, four, I think is a better song. It's cute. But it, you don't think like, oh, that's the Plain White Tea song. Yeah. But Hey There, Delilah is signature. And so you guys are going against logic now because they charted in the top 100. What do you mean? All, four all four other, other songs yeah. from oh, yeah. Plain White no, Tea. I'm go- going against Hey There, Delilah because I was dumb last round and didn't pick American Boy. And I regretted it for the last week. We probably should have. Well, then I'll pick American Hi-Fi to make up for that. Zach. I don't even know who they are. That's the problem. Because they are truly a one-hit wonder. And Kent, this, this is going to swing Kent on so far on my side, Kent. I'm sorry. But one of the band members, Stacey Jones. Once uh, saw a Christopher Nolan movie. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Done. But he was the drummer in Letters to Cleo from Kent's favorite movie, Ten, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. 10 Things. That's right. That's that one. You. 10 Things I Hate About You. How one of your, one of your you, favorite sir. movies. You're trying to, you almost had me, and then you lost me. Okay? <laughs> they were also in Veruca Salt. He was the drummer in Veruca Salt. Oh, man. I actually love Veruca Salt. No, I actually... So, honestly, I do like Hey There, Delilah, but it does very much have this kind of guy in the corner at a party vibe to me, whereas I legitimately like Flavor of the Week, and I knew it wasn't going to go on because you guys are going to vote for the other one, so I'm voting for Flavor of the Week. I have never even heard Flavor of the Week, so I technically can't vote for it. I don't... You I have don't, heard it because you made the playlist. I know, but I don't. I don't want to vote for Her Hey There, Delilah. I should have gone f- with American Boy. Anything, but two stones, her. Nintendo, or two stones. Two, two. He stones. weighs, he weighs two, two stones. stones. Which I like, looked it up. It's like twenty eight pounds. It's twenty eight pounds. A stone is fourteen pounds. Yeah, I know metric system. What's yeah. up? Um, it's. I have to vote for Hey There, Delilah because I never heard Flavor of the Week, and I have to vote for Flavor of the Week. Oh, I have what? to. I have to. I have to go with logic on this one. Lo- what logic? Explain your logic. One hit wonder police. Calling it in. 
but they didn't talk about him on our 2000s bracket. Yeah. We've talked about him plenty. This is going to be bad. It's okay. People are mad, Kent. It's going to happen They're, again, too. You're assuming there's logic on a bacon cell bracket? <laughs> this may be more than most. <laughs> Flavor of the week moves on. She paints her nails and she don't know. He's got her best now we have Raiden by Chameleon Air versus Bad Day by Daniel Powder. So Chameleon Air, he's an American rapper. He hit number one on Billboard. He sold over four million copies with this single. Daniel Powder, Canadian singer, number one on Billboard. Wait, he's Canadian? Yeah. Bad Day goes on. Hey! You oh, you just going to say that? Just like that? <laughs> no. <Boo-hoo. laughs> right. You got to stop doing this. You put the bracket together, Joel. Oh, no, I did. And that's like, like I said, this is just me trying to weaken position. And Come it, on. It works Chameleon Air did not have another hit. He had one, two, three, on what four bracket? other hits. Uh, Turn It Up was number 41 in 2005 before Raiden came out. Not a Criminal featuring, Kel- or featuring Kellis, who's also on here. It was number 103 in 2007, and Hip Hop Police 103 was doesn't count. 101. Top, it's Hot 100. Okay, Good Morning in 2009 was number 40. Casey's Top 40. But hold on. We really should look at this closer because Top, not, top 40 with inflation in the 2000s is like <laughs> 200 today. Oh, okay, look, we're getting a little guys, complicated when, here. When the one-hit Wonder Police comes along... It's not like I'm saying knock them out. I'm just kind of weakening. It's kind of like we we hear the siren and we kind of run away because we're playing night games. Yeah, and we're like, oh no, they no, might oh, catch us. Night games. Yeah, Those they might fun. catch us riding dirty. Do you guys want to play? Me you want to play bacon cell gonna night gonna games? Riding dirty. That should be our next public no, event. We can, I, that'd we be fun. Night games. I've actually said a couple times that I only really like white and nerdy. I like I like riding because it reminds me of white and nerdy. I agreed. I'm exactly the same. And so I am voting for Bad Day. And you guys didn't even like Bad Day that much last time, but I feel really like don't. it's one where I hear that and maybe it is cuz American Idol, I think of the 2000s. Whereas white and nerdy, that's all the time. You can always be white and nerdy. White and nerdy is still my favorite weird Al song. Uh I think it's amazing. I've had it in my head all week. That said, like just because Raiden is the, what it was based on doesn't mean Raiden is good. So I'm going to go with Bad Day as well. Bad Day for the win, then. A sweep from you? Yes, that's a sweep. Where is the moment we need it the most? Next, we have Are You Going to Be My Girl by Jet. And Paralyzer by some... Who, who was this one? Paralyzer. We're not singing. We're not singing. Who sings this So one? Jet is an Australian rock band. They hit number 29 here in the U.S., and Finger Eleven. Finger Eleven. Yeah. Canadian rock band. Oh, and they go on. They hit number six in <laughs> Billboard. You can't just say that. Canadians. Because they're Canadians. Yeah. Countryist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Australia is better than Canada. That's Whoa. True. No. They're basically the not. same thing, just with bigger spiders. Australia is like England's criminals, and they could beat up all the polite people in Canada. <laughs> what would you rather have? America's hat or England's criminals? Come on. <laughs> this is the weirdest show. <laughs> I'm going to say England's Guys, criminals. Save it for our country tearing show. <laughs> they're messing with the bunny. Canada's down there. tier one. <laughs> whoop, whoop. That's the sound of the no, stop Jet, it. Jet for both parties. Have, no. Okay, let's hear Listen it. Listen to me here. Jet's so garbage. Jet has look what you've done, number thirty-seven in two thousand four. Oh, how does that one go? Uh, look what you made me do. No, look what you made me <laughs> you do. You've made a fool. Da, 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 da. No, no, no. Uh, look at what you've done. But I like you've your made version. A fool. I can't do it. And also, cold hard B was number fifty-five. Yeah. Oh, what's that? Cold hard B. Hmm. And, but uh, that's the thing. Just because a song charted doesn't necessarily mean it's a hit. Exactly. This is me just chipping away because then we have Finger Eleven. 
What if I sing this, gentlemen? If I traded it all, oh, if I gave it that one thing, thing, one thing, thing, thing. I'm so Wouldn't glad I didn't listen to the radio this that entire is finger decade. 11. That is finger 11 as well. One thing. That's very well Number known. 16 in 2003, four years before Paralyzer came out. Wow. Wow. And that one got a lot of radio play. It did. I didn't know who it was. But. So that's, that's what I was going to say. It's like, I didn't know. Yeah. Like when I listened to it, I'm like, I know that song. Oh, okay. Well, I'm so, going to vote for the one that won the MTV Rock video in 2003. Such a good video. And they're Australian. Are you going to be my I'm going to vote for England's Criminals. Yeah. Jet. <laughs> I will also take England's Criminals, even though I like America's hat better. <laughs> I was tempted because apparently when Finger Eleven first formed at uh, their high school in Burlington, Ontario, their name was Rainbow Butt Monkeys. That's a great name. That's like such a 90s grunge band name. A high school kid name. Of course it is. We're going to be so silly. That rivals half of your band names, Joel. (laughs) I'm going to go with Jet as well. Yeah. I I, I don't think Paralyzer. I didn't vote for Paralyzer last time. I'm not going to vote for it this time. All right. Are You Going to Be My Girl moves on. Next, we have Absolutely Story of a Girl by this Nine Days. This is Story of a Girl. Sorry, I do. It's so good. And then Yeah, Beautiful by James yeah, Blunt. Uh, more like whoop, whoop. That's, that's the sound of the police. police. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so thank you for creating this. On both of them. Both of them have had hits other than the one they were doing. Okay, but if we can't sing them, it doesn't count. That's the problem because Nine Days had If I Am in 2000 reached number 68. I don't know this one, but okay. before that's, you know, the same year as their absolutely story of a girl. They had okay. another hit. Meanwhile, you get James Blunt, who sang, he actually had a hit in 2005 called High, reached number 100. Hi. Does that count if it's on 100 or does that to be under 100? I, I actually do remember that song. Yeah, 100 counts. You also have Goodbye, My Lover. Goodbye, My Lover. Number 18, Bonfire Goodbye, Heart. Number friend. 31, 1973. Number 18, Stay the Night. Number 28, Same Mistake. Number 32 on the charts. It's a lot of hits. It is, but really, you say James Blunt, people aren't going to sit there and be like, oh, yeah, 1973. I remember Someone's that one. Someone's going against their own logic for no, bias. I'm not saying that. Like I said, this is only to chip away at someone, and they both have it. It's true. It's true. But James Blunt, I'm not saying this is a good or bad thing, because it's one-hit wonders, often seen as tacky, but he won the Worst Album of the Year award in that year. He's still waiting for it because he wants to put it on his mantle. He's a very funny guy on Twitter. Like, he's actually owned how much people hate him. Like, he's so hated in England, like, more than Ed Sheeran. Wow. And he knows it and he embraces it. But did you guys know that he was a former reconnaissance officer in the British Army? For a little bit. He quit. He was in there. He did his service. For he did a little four bit. years. <laughs> did you know he was high when he recorded You're Beautiful? I believe that. Do you know that he captained the Household Calvary Alpine Ski Team in Switzerland? <laughs> That's adorable. Did you know that Weird Al parodied You're Beautiful? You're beautiful. But he couldn't release it because the record label, James Blunt actually said, yeah, that's fine. Release it. His record label said, no, it's too soon. And then so Weird Al had to release it online. It hit big, but he couldn't release it on an album. And then when he was going to do a greatest hits, both James Blunt and the record label said, no, you can't release your song. This is said, we'll never approve this to be on any. Even James Blunt said that at that point. Which is one of my favorite things, though, is like when Weird Al's version, he starts out going, my life is brilliant. Oh, too early? Yeah. Did I do that it's too early? Should I do it again? My life is brand. Because James Blunt does that in his song. That was very nuts. James Blunt said, the song's always been portrayed as romantic, but it's actually a bit creepy. It's about a guy, me, 
who's high and stalking someone else's girlfriend on the subway. The video. Have yeah. you seen this video? Yeah, he, he basically like standing on an ice block, like taking off all of his clothing and jumping off the ice block. Mm-hmm. That's basically every video in the 2000s, though. Yeah, that's <laughs> it's true. true. <laughs> it was like Coldplay Yellow. I always gently set down my watch before I jump in the Arctic. But did you know that James Blunt married Sophia Wellesley, the granddaughter of Valerian Wesley, the eighth Duke of Wellington? What? I did from last week's episode. Yeah. He's somewhere in line for royalty. Somewhere. Hold on. How British is he then? How British is he? But I'll tell you what. James Blunt, you're beautiful. Mm-hmm. People know that one. <laughs> yeah. James Blunt, you're beautiful. Thank you. You're beautiful. Thank you. Beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Don't change a thing. But if you also said, remember he also sang Goodbye My Lover, people are like, oh yeah, he did sing Goodbye My Lover. And so for that reason, I am voting for... Absolutely. Story of a girl. Which we haven't even talked about at all because this is a story of a girl. There are wikis dedicated to James Blunt. Who cried really nothing about nine world. days because we're going to talk about it. Though again. she looks so sad in photographs. Absolutely love her when she smiles. Okay. Zach. Absolutely. Story of a girl. Oh, no question. I mean, it's so singable. And, and not in an ironic but more, way. Is it more hit wondery than you're beautiful? That's the question you got to ask yourself. I think so. It is because you would. No one knows Nine Days at all. They only know the song. Everyone knows James Blunt. He's just as big as the song. Even though I don't really know Goodbye, his other songs. My lover. I do recall hearing his other songs Goodbye, because James his voice is, is uniquely annoying. So it's like, oh, that must be another James Blunt song. Absolutely, story of a girl moves on. Now we move to the other side of our bracket with the ever popular milkshake. Around the world. Wow, versus this is why I'm hot. 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 Hot. Because I'm hot. Okay, guys, here's the thing. If we're gonna sing, let's do it enthusiastically because this half-hearted singing is terrible. Well, it's half-hearted caring about mims. We're not allowed to sing the rest of this round. This round being these two with each other? This the remainder of this round. What's Mims, the round mean? The round until we move on to the other side of the bracket. Ah. Mim sounds like minor IBS. And so I just don't care for it. It stands that. for music is my savior. Oh, that's adorable. That's some, some it mean. did hit number one on Billboard. Milkshake was number three. Whoop, whoop. Kellis had another hit. She had one called Caught Out There in 1999, four years before Milkshake. Doesn't count because it's not in the 2000s. It's terrible. I listened to that one. I wanted to pull my ears off. She's just like, I hate you, you so, so much, much right, right now. now. I she screams in the microphone. <laughs> no, it's it's hideous. It's terrible. She also had uh, three years after Milkshake, she had one called Bossy that reached number 16. I'm Bossy. And then Mims also had one called Like This that was number 32 in 2007 and Move If You Wanna, which reached number 61 in 2008. Let me use this to sway you guys towards Kellis. Her music, Milkshake, was used in The Simpsons, Family Guy, Mean Girls, Dodgeball, Two Broke Girls, Norbit, and Identity Thief. You said towards or away? <laughs> Both. You had me at dodgeball. <laughs> this is why I'm hot was used in the movie Due Date. But that, that actually is the point that I was going to make. This movie, when you talk about cultural impact, was it was popular in, in, in all sorts of media. It was super well known. It was a, a, you know, a meme. This um, song you're being milkshake. Milkshake. Yeah. I, and this is why I'm hot is just generic. I've pop, never heard know, it in my life. Hip hop. Here's I, the thing. This is two cocky songs. Yes. This is one person saying, yeah, I attract all the boys. And the person is saying, I'm hot. But I'll tell you what, only one of them seems to be legit, a legitimate claim. And I think it's Kellis. I agree. So in a sweep, Milkshake moves on. The thing that makes me... Now we have Collide by Howie Day versus... Versus oh. Breathless by the Chorus. Go on. Oh, no singing. <laughs> <laughs> go on, go on. 
We should just like subtly sneak. Like, go on, Zach. Go on. Go on. Uh, Collide hit number 20 on Billboard. Breathless was number 34, but did hit number one in four other countries. Collide sold 500,000 copies. Whoop, whoop. Uh, four, oh, five, I don't even Stop know it. who. Stop uh, it. Breathless. Uh, oh. or, excuse me. The Coors. The Coors. The Coors had Runaway in 1995 that reached number 68. Okay, but yep. it was in the 90s. And That's the 90s. Runaway with you. I that was that 10,000 Maniacs. I really like that one. It was 10,000 Maniacs. That I actually really, count. I really like the cores as a band. Like just that, I don't know, they're, they're beautiful singers and beautiful people. Beautiful people. Beautiful people. Wait, so even though the cops came in, that's, are I, you still going to give it to the cores? I don't know because I also think Collide has a very kind of flashback quality to it. And I listened to that one, which uh, <laughs> CERN, you guys know CERN? The scientific community. So yeah, yeah, I was going to say, do you mean the scientific community? Yes. Uh, uh, they no. wrote a parody of Collide descri- describing the large Hadron, Hadron Collider, Collider yeah. from the point of view of a proton. And Howie Day thought that was so entertaining that he went and recorded, re-recorded his song with their lyrics. And you can go see this group of nerds singing about photons colliding. It sounds like a team building activity at CERN. Yeah. That's so tacky. But it's, it works so well. That is so cute. That is an adorable fun fact, and I hated it so much. But also, uh, uh, even though you may get his street cred for that, um, Howie Day was also had two high-profile arrests, <laughs> such as one time when he was accused of locking a fan in the toilet of his tour bus. Uh, but, toilet being in the, in the bathroom. Kidnapping them. Yeah, but locking them in there and destroying the cellular phone of another. So he doesn't like his fans very much. This oh, is how we do what it. What year did Breathless come out? 2000. Okay. Because that feels very 90s. Yes. Whereas Collide feels more 2000s to me. So you're voting for Collide. I'm going to vote for Collide, despite those terrible fun facts. I'm going against the police, but only because they had a hit in the 90s. I'm going with Breathless by the Coors. What do you got, Joel? I actually agree with Zach's logic. Oh. Yeah. Because he, I... Because you don't want him to lock you in a bathroom. Well, yeah, and break exactly. your phone. Yeah, I don't want to do that. Yeah. No. no, but I, I hear I hear Breathless by the Coors. It does have a '90s feel to it. Maybe it's because Runaway. I also like. Remember 90s the '90s songs is better that way. I'm just, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's Canada versus 2000s is more like Australia. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yes. <laughs> right. So yeah, collide by Howie Day moves on. Now we have the Boys of Summer by the Ataris. And A Thousand Miles by Vanessa Carlton. Zach, I can tell you my love for these songs will still be strong. <laughs> After <laughs> that, the boys of summer are gone? You're not singing. Well, they may or may not be gone. I don't know. Yeah. But when I'm making my way downtown, walking fast, <laughs> faces past, and I'm homebound. <laughs> I will tell you that A Thousand Miles hit number five <laughs> in the U.S. <laughs> number one, Australia. <laughs> Top ten in five other countries. <laughs> what? What? Oh, no. Speaking of hits. Just, she had a couple, right? She had Ordinary Day reached number 30 in 2000. Pretty Baby reached number 101 in 2003. And White Houses reached number 86 in 2004. So she had a couple other hits, and I did actually recognize "Ordinary Boy" or "Ordinary Day." Is that just an ordinary? I can't, I can't sing it because it's not in my head right now. Just an ordinary. You did make the case that fans of the Ataris will get mad that they're even here because they appreciate so much of their discography that they wouldn't be considered one-hit wonders. That they're just kind of a cult favorite. Yes. They just had the one charting hit, right? And that was this they remake. Did. That was, yeah, it was theirs. They were number 20, and that's all they got charting-wise. I'm going to vote for 1,000 Miles, though, because I feel like... You're going against your logic. Well, I am, but it's not my, it's not my logic. I, like, like I said, that's not the definitive thing, because she's still known for 1,000 Miles. You think Vanessa Carlton, 
you think a thousand miles. You don't really think of these other ones. If you as think much. a thousand miles, you think about Terry Crews and white chicks. Yes. Yes. And so for that, I'm voting a thousand miles. And maybe it's just because Boys of Summer does have a very kind of pull towards even older right. for me because of the original song by and, Don And Henry. I'm going to give the pity vote to the Ataris on this one because they're one of the cooler bands on this list and they're actually a one hit wonder. So I will give the pity yeah, vote to them even though they're not moving forward. The Boys of Summer are gone. All right. A thousand miles by Vanessa Carlton moves on. Now let's go on an emotional journey with hit em up style. Oops. <laughs> and I believe in a thing called love. I believe in a thing called love. <laughs> Just listen to the rhythm of the heart. There's a chance we could make it now. <laughs> now now do hit em up style oops. While he was scheming. While he was scheming. <laughs> Why do I sound like Obama? <laughs> you did. I, I was beaming in the beamer. Just I beaming. multiple times this past week got you in my head. Singing, skimming, and, and beaming, and beaming, just beaming. <laughs> I feel bad for Blue Canchelt, though. Why? Because uh, whoop, whoop. on September no. 3rd, 2014, she was taking, taken into custody by police because she'd been running around the streets of Santa Monica at 2 a.m. screaming that someone had poisoned her with gas. And according to witnesses, she went completely berserk and referred to herself as a one-hit wonder, questioning oh. authorities if they recognized her. And uh, she was taken to a nearby hospital and uh, was evaluated by the, by the medics. Oh, and she actually doesn't really care for this song when she was putting the album together. Like this one didn't belong because it's... Oops. Yeah, oops. Because it's... <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oops says a lot about her career, I guess. But she's like, this is a really mean-spirited song and my, my music is more soulful. And then this became the one she was known for. She was also the first celebrity to be eliminated from NBC's Celebrity Circus. Remember that show? It was on for one season. No. Joey Fat one. He, he ran it. Matt's probably knows. He might. But whoop, did. Whoop. Okay, here we go. Breathe by Blue Cantrell with Sean Paul reached number 70 in 2003. Well, that's because of Sean Paul. But because of Blue Cantrell as well. It's her song. No. So. The Darkness didn't chart in Billboard Hot 100. Has nope. The Darkness ever made a second song? I actually like the song Girlfriend by them. I love you. I love you. I love you so much. Oh, you've seen that before. I was wondering where that was from. Went flat there. Yeah, it's from that. I but never tried. I still, it. I still don't believe it's a real song. I just think it's one it's of your so songs. So good. It's you, my you gotta favorite see that song one. now. You got to see that one. It's it's I love hilarious. You so video. much. Uh, but uh, I think so they're the more one-hit wonder on that one. And I I like the song better. I gotta go with I believe in a thing called love. Even though there the success just wasn't there. Blue Kentrell got number two for two weeks. Yeah. It's pretty great. And like we said, Darkness didn't even chart on the Billboard Hot 100 because of the limited amount of single, like, I guess, singles, actual physical singles they released. I don't know what the rules are, but okay. they didn't chart. Just because I'm going to stick with the logic I've been trying to stay with. and Logic schmogic. And the song preference, the darkness goes on. Yeah, that's, that's an easy choice. It's not super easy, though, because there was success on one end and not on the other. I had never, I've never heard one of those songs. Success completely off the other side. People know that song. I believe in a thing called love. If though, you, though I, I disagree. Was, there I, are multiple I think people who didn't. It was I think Hit Em Up thing. style is more memorable. If I said, hey, hey, you know the song Hit Em Up style, oops, people would be like, what would you just say? Excuse then you me? just go, scheming, beaming, and beaming, just beaming. But then if you start singing, <laughs> I believe in a thing called love, they're going to come in. With that, right there. Zach yeah. just proved my we point. do that because we're weird. And we're bacon cell. Bacon cell. <laughs> <laughs> I believe in a thing called love moves on. Touching you. Touching me. Now we have Crazy by Narles Barkley and Here in Your Arms by Hello Goodbye. 
Let's I, just give the details for Hello Goodbye just real quick before <laughs> we say why, goodbye. Why is that, Kent? Well, they, they were number 14 on Billboard, top 10 in six other countries. They do have 32 million listens on Spotify for this song. They're an American power pop band. The song was released in May 2006. So we could just say 2006 to th- 2020 because they are leaving the bracket. That, was, that would be on their gravestone. Whoop, wow. Whoop. Now, as Barkley had going on reached number 88 in 2008. Well, this one's tricky because Narles Barkley is CeeLo Green, CeeLo Green and Different a producer. Right. But this grouping really only had this big one hit. Yeah, Danger Mouse they were actually and CeeLo going, Green. They were Danger actually, Mouse, right. Uh, I, think it was, I think it was Danger Mouse said they were working on a third album mm-hmm. when COVID-19 hit and that delayed it. So, And it's really, it's just these, like, Danger Mouse is always producing stuff. Yes. Like he, for everything, from, he produced one of the Black Keys albums. He did Shins. For a little yeah. bit. Yeah. And so he's doing all, all sorts of stuff. And so it's when these buddies happen to get together and make an album. But really, they're independently very successful. But Kent, Hello Goodbye's album was called Zombies, Aliens, Vampires, Dinosaurs. That's a great name for an album. It's a great name. It's adorable. But one song was basically one of the biggest songs of the decade. And crazy. Makes me crazy. <laughs> the song's on Glee. What do you think, Joel? That hurts. It. <laughs> I like hearing your arms, but I, I do have to be reminded continually which song it is. I'm like, which one is that again? In oh, that's right. Your arms. But then crazy. <laughs> your arms. <laughs> Peter Gabriel, don't try to appeal to me. Uh, but no, but then when I hear. Doom, 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 I remember when. That's what happened. I remember when, remember when. Lost my mind. Yeah. One take. He did that song in one take. CeeLo Green is extremely talented. He got I in the think. studio, he had it written down, and they did it in one take, and he's like, that's good. Wow. It's, a, it's such a great song. That's what he's doing. So you're, uh, you're also voting for Crazy? Yes. And I will give you the sweep with Crazy as well. It's a fantastic song, Crazy, by Narles Barkley moves on. Now we have I Loved Her First by Heartland. I loved her first. Hey, hey. <laughs> Versus face, versus face down by the red jumpsuit apparatus. Do you feel like a man when you push, push her around? <laughs> no, again, we got to sweep now. She falls to the ground. <laughs> but I tell you, my friend. <laughs> that makes it sound like the sequel song where the dad is getting revenge <laughs> on, the, on this groom. Oh, man, you're right. Wow, this got and dark. No, I loved her first. Definitely is a one-hit wonder. They had one album before they broke up and everyone went to... Well, they... They kept trying to reach that success, but yeah. never quite. But they only had one album before they all broke up and you know, went their own separate ways. But whoop, whoop. red suit jump, red, the red suit jump. I hate this name. Red jumpsuit. The red apparatus. jumpsuit apparatus. They had a hit called "Pen and Paper" in two thousand nine, reached number seventy five. That's pretty high, is it? <laughs> <laughs> for them, uh, the genre of music for red jumpsuit apparatus is screamo. They do scream. That's the it's, genre? Yeah. Surprisingly, Screamo. like I always forget about the part actually, of the song where they start screaming. I hate the genre. There are four different versions of the song face down, each with, and this is true, each with varying degrees of screaming. Like they have different levels of how much they scream in a song on the four different versions. Interesting. The, ra- the radio one had almost completely removed it, all the screaming. It's just the one so part. As a point against Heartland, they try to release a single in 2009 called Mustache. I don't know if that's for or against though. Mustaches are pretty cool. If it's country, it's kind of creepy, though. Nope. It's nope. Nope. That's it. We have to grow mustaches. I grew it out. I'm a big cake fan. I shaved it off. Do you feel like a man when you You grow grow a mustache? mustache. (laughs) (laughs) We're not even singing the real song. What's this mashup stuff we're doing, fellas? Cheating. Okay. I have to go with success on this one, even though you did mention 
the logic with the police uh, information. Uh, you keep saying the police, and I'm like, where's Sting? What's happening? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wonder, wonder police. Face Down did hit number 24 on Billboard, and it was on the charts for a year. Like, it had Sting quality, and I don't really know I loved her first. It's, <gasps> it's a fine song. From the first breath she breathed, when she first smiled Will at me. Will it make you cry if I try to take this off? Well, I'm having a hard time, honestly. Well, I'm going to go for Joel, Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. I will give you... I will take this off your plate. I'm also going to go with Red Jumpsuit Apparatus. I never heard I Loved Her First until this week. However, it is a tearjerker. It is. and It's uh, a nice song. Thank you, gentlemen. You've saved my marriage. I can safely vote for I Loved Her First without <laughs> ever wanting it to go on because yeah. I probably would have voted for the Red yeah. Jumpsuit Apparatus. Yeah. But you so don't have it. We have a couple listeners that would be furious if we got rid of Face Down. But let's you know, tip our hats to the, the country entry here on the uh, one you know, And record. it is, a, I think, a lovely song. All right. Face Down moves on. Now we have Better Off Alone by Alice DJ. Oh, man, I finally know what this one is. Versus Don't Trust Me by... Ahead, can't sing it. 303. Shush. Girl. Not again. You can't no. do that part no, 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 again. No. We already did that last time. Shush I just want to know, out of, out of all the farm tools, why should we not trust that one? That's my question. <laughs> do you trust a shovel? Right? Okay. I do. Yeah. Or a rake? Yeah, that too. But not... Actually, rakes, they get kind of spindly. They can break. Depends on the rake. One time yeah. when I was a kid, I got hit in the throat by a hoe. What? Yeah, a kid swung it around and hit me right in the throat. Was it in, was it in Kearns? <laughs> West Valley, close enough. Oh, what? <laughs> yeah. What? <laughs> Guilty Wait, did laughs. Did it cut you? No, it was like the back, luckily. Like, I got Jeez. so lucky. I could have died. Why? Why? He was just being careless and swung it around and hit me like right in the throat. Oh, jeez. So wow. for that reason, I can't vote. Is that why you song? like Soldier Boy so much? Soldier Boy, <laughs> tell him. Is that why you can't remember a lot of the songs we talk about? That's why I can't sing. So Better Off Alone hit number 27, and Don't Trust Me is number 7. Whoop, whoop. Here we go. 303 had 303. a couple hits. They had Starstruck featuring Katy Perry. That reached number 66 in 2009. My First Kiss featuring Kesha was a hit. No, he reached number nine in 2010. Double Vision reached number 87 in 2010. And uh, Touching on My reached number 49 in 2011. What, what was that? Touching on How My. How do they get these collaborations with actual right. They musicians. met Katy Perry on one of, like it was before she was big. Like, oh, actually, this was the year she went big. Mm -hmm. With uh, she, Kiss the Girl. Yeah, I think it was that same year. Yeah. And then she uh, did this video with them kind of because they were friends. And it's a ridiculous video. But the one I saw there, apparently there's another version that's bad. Well, well and Katy Perry, one. remember, she was alternative when she started her career. Was she? Yeah. She was big on the alternative like rock scene. Huh. So you're trying to keep in your Euro trash song. Is that what you're saying, Joel? I'm having a hard time because I think, okay, so better off alone, maybe Euro trash, but don't trust me as trash. <laughs> it's American trash. It's extremely accurate. That band is American trash. I listen to a lot of these songs and I'm like, oh my gosh, these guys are terrible. But that song is so much fun. Zach, you don't know Better Off Alone. Do you? I know the song because it's one of those songs that you've heard that you don't know the title to. You don't know who did it. It doesn't have any impact, but it is a bit of an earworm. Doesn't so it you know sound it. like a 90s song, though? It sounds like Darude, Sandstorm. Do you think? That, well, it, no, it came out in the 90s, remember? Oh, and it did. It, yeah. So it, the single came out in the in 1998, but then the album came out in March of 2000 with the song on it. And that's when it charted. I think in this one, I'm going to vote for Don't Trust Me as much as I don't really love the song. I think it had more of an impact and Better Off Alone just it doesn't in itself. I just don't think it's like a hit, even though it may have charted and all that. And Joel, you said Better Off Alone. No, I said Don't Trust Me. Oh, Wow. I hate that I did that, but I don't. I can't two, believe you did that. I don't like. It's such a scuzzy song, but it's also so catchy, and it made an impact. 
It did. Well, and it's because, like I said, me and my coworkers used to listen to that song and laugh our heads off about how stupid it was. And we didn't do that with Better Off Alone. Because the only lyrics are, do you think you're better off alone? Right. Extremely redundant. That's all it is. Whereas <laughs> Don't Trust Me has complexity. <laughs> Jeez. It's definitely out of the time. Can't vote for it too. So I, I, if you don't vote for it, I'm going to feel like a jerk. Alice DJ all the you way. You shut up. Yep. You shut um, up. I need some class here. And <laughs> <laughs> now I feel like a scuzz bucket. It's all right. Big don't, and sell. Don't trust me. Moves on. Scuzz buckets. Shush, girl. Shut your lips. To the Helen Keller. And the last matchup of this round, we have The Way I Am by Ingrid Michelson and Stacy's Mom by Fountains of Wayne. That's the sound of the police. Yes, it is, because Ingrid Michaelson had Girls Chase Boys, which number 52 in 2014, and yeah. I love that song. Yeah. What's that one? Girls Chase Boys Chase Girls. Actually, oh, yeah. her yeah. other singles do better on Spotter, Spotify, Spotify. Than the, Spotify than The Way I Am, because I just want to be okay, be okay, be yeah. okay, hit number 91. And I really, I, like that thing is like when I was doing my research for, like initially it's like, yeah, people mostly know her for The Way I Am because of that commercial yeah. that put her on the scene. That's what people know her for. But then I was listening to a couple of her songs when I was doing research and I'm like, oh, I really like that one too. Yeah. I, I can only play two songs on the ukulele. Uh, one of them is Lava from that Disney Pixar short. And the wow. other is an Ingrid Michaelson song. Uh, I, don't, I don't even know the name. Actually, about Lava. <laughs> yeah. I don't even know the name. But her music would oh, go the, well like with you ukulele. And I. You and I. It's, yeah. a, it's, it's specifically a ukulele song. It's a duet, but uh, it's called You and I. Uh, it's cute. Uh, and I realized, oh my gosh, she has a bunch of quirky hits. She has great music. Yeah, she does. And I really like that one. And then we have Stacy's Mom, which is a one-hit wonder, Fountains of Wayne. They had five albums, but they never charted. No. Except for this one reached number 21. Did this make it into a movie or was it just that the music video was... Stacey's mom? Yeah. I mean, the, I mean, obviously the imagery from the, the video, I think, really got out there. I really don't like the video, to be honest. Really? Yeah. Just because it's it, it juvenile? Just, yeah. 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 Like, I, I actually thought the, the song was clever and then I watched the video and I was like, nah, I don't like that. Also, I was going to say Ingrid Michaelson, she had a couple, I think hers was in movies as well, but I can't remember which one it was. Seems prime for, uh, she was probably in a bunch of CW shows. Probably. <laughs> All right, which way are you guys going? Oh, this is easy. Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom. Yeah, Stacy's mom. I know it might be wrong. Yeah. I didn't sing Ingrid Michaelson at the top of the show. I know, you didn't. But she really is, I was going to say, as an artist, go check her out. But as a one-hit wonder, she, yeah, she's good. I don't. I don't think yeah, quite she's talented. A, she's a one-hit wonder at all. But let's stop talking about a, her. She's gone, Zach. She's gone. Let her go. She's cute. Make the announcement, Zach. Listen, you boy. Let's blank, move on. Blank, um, blank, 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 blank. Stacy's mom goes up. So that puts us at the sweet sixteen, right, gentlemen? It is. Sweet. And we gotta go fast. So yeah, we're gonna. We've given a lot of the facts. I think we've kind of run away. We've hid from the. One hit wonder police, maybe. Yeah, they, I think we've mostly weeded out the the perpetrators. And at the here. very least, we've accepted it if we haven't. Yes, <laughs> yes, we've, we've thrown logic. So sweet away. sixteen. Remember, sweet 16. we're going all the way to one. So let's speed this up. Moving on. Who let the dogs out versus the ketchup song? This is a goofy, goofy matchup. Wow, these are the two most well tacky songs yeah. on the list. I think. Yeah, ketchup even though three hundred three still in the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> So I like the ketchup song. I enjoy it. Mm -hmm. But I did hear from a couple people that they this was their first time hearing about it was on our episode. Same. And then they were like, oh, yeah, I guess, you know, haven't heard it till now. No one said that about who the, who let the dogs who out. Who doesn't know who let the dogs out? In fact, out. who let dogs out was in uh, Rugrats in Paris, as we said. The Little Vampire, Miss Congeniality, Rat Race, Around the World in 80 Days, Garfield the Movie, My Father the Hero, Shrek and the Hangover. 
it is one of the highest selling singles it's to not Shrek. reach oh, it's number the, one. It's in the karaoke oh. dance party of Shrek. That may, not, that may have just been songs from the Baja Men. My mistake. Yeah. It may not just be Wait, good they had other out. songs. <laughs> Apparently. But yeah, of course, this one didn't reach number one here in the U.S., but it sold so much despite that. Who the dogs out? Yeah. And then, but yeah, the ketchup song. They represented Spain at Eurovision, by the way, in 2006. Just saying that. Which is a what is Eurovision music. really, though? It's a huge musical contest. To Ken. us. In my limited bubble, do I care about Eurovision? I do. You do? So I, have you ever seen a full Eurovision competition? No, but I have downloaded multiple songs from the competition. Easy that, there, Portugal. <laughs> no, 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 no. They mostly, for some reason, I like the Russian ones. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Russian's got some great competition. I don't know, but I do. I know. I, I actually want to play this from you. I watch it from Eurovision. I watch a Eurovision recap to look at the finalists, and I'm very impressed by a lot of it. Save it for our Eurovision show, <laughs> <laughs> please. But uh, I do think Lost Ketchup is fun. But I do think Who Let the Dogs Out had the bigger. You're going impact. for legacy and B- impact. Yes, bigger impact, longer lasting, more fun. Even ketchup's only good if you're well, Joel Hilton. Yeah. <laughs> And I hate ketchup. Ketchup and eggs. And so I'm going for Who Let the Dogs Out. Who Let the Dogs Out goes on. Now we have all the things she said versus Bulletproof. This is a spicy matchup. You're making me kill my manufactured darlings here. I'm at a straight up, I'm killing Tattoo, and I hate to say it because I do enjoy their music. Tattoo represented Russia in the Eurovision Songcast 2000, Eurovision 2003 Songcast. <laughs> is that what this round is for? <laughs> this is the Eurovision round. Although I'm sure Bulletproof could have made it. They're an English synth pop duo. But yeah, I, I'm giving my vote to Bulletproof. What do you got, Joel? The song I, slaps. It really does. But then I hear all the things she said, and I'm singing along with it. Because it's very simple English. Like, mm-hmm. they, it's obvious they are kind of like learning it phonetically. Yeah, it's yeah. very accent heavy. I'm like, Bulletproof! <laughs> and like I, I, I said, I like some more songs by Tattoo. I'm going to vote for Tattoo. So we're split. Zach's going to break the tie. I can give you more facts if you would like, Zach. Um, sway me. All the things she said sold 2 million copies. Okay. Bulletproof sold 3 million. Bulletproof is one of my favorite songs in this entire bracket. Bulletproof will go on. <sighs> Sorry, Tattoo. Sorry for my teenage self. Now we have Flavor of the Week by American Hi-Fi and Bad Day by Daniel Powder. So you had a bad day. Pushed her around. Nope. Not going to do that. Nope. Okay. No. Nope. No. Nope. 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 Don't go there. Trying to merge the two songs. How did American Hi-Fi make it this far? Because it's a good song. It's a good song. It's I wish that I could make lyrics. you see, Kent, that it's not just the flavor of the week. It shouldn't be here. American Boy should be here. No. Well, yeah, but it's not. So you're saying you're voting for Bad Day? Yeah. Joel? Absolutely. Bad Day was is was endlessly playing on the radio. Endlessly. Number number one in the Billboard. What radio did you listen to? B98.7. Uh, 41. And FM 100.3. Billboard for, for the week. American Hi-Fi had six albums. Daniel Daniel Pewter. (laughs) (laughs) Daniel Pewter had five albums. No other hits for Daniel Pewter. (laughs) No. Because he's not very good. Oh, man. So, by the way, I was going to bring this up. Daniel Daniel Pewter, he played the violin at the age of four, Mm -hmm. and then he changed the piano at the age of 10 after a group of children bullied him and destroyed his violin. So he had a bad day that day. (laughs) That's probably, he's like, you know what? They did him a favor. Write what you know. I'm going back and forth on this one, Kent, because I really like Flavor of the Week as a song. I'm just trying to figure out if it feels more like you'd actually rather listen to that song. Yeah, mm-hmm. between the two of these. But then I'm trying. I'm trying to separate myself from this and be like, okay, one hit wonderish. What had a bigger impact? 
What had a bigger influence? What's still around? I'm going to give it to American Hi-Fi just because I can't stand Bad Day. But you've been bashing on American Hi-Fi this entire time because they say the word Nintendo and you're more of a Sega guy. I'm not a (laughs) Sega. I'm a PlayStation guy. He's a Sony guy. We all know it. Clearly. Uh, And I just do that so you have to break the tie. I'm going to have to go strictly on this one. I'm going to have to go strictly based on performance because I think they both could do it. It's a bigger song. And Bad Day. Bad Day is a a huge song. Yeah, sorry, man. I really love American Hi-Fi. Well, I shouldn't say that. I really love Flavor of the Week. I don't love American Hi-Fi. No. I only know that one song. Bad day goes on. Now we have Are You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet versus Absolutely Story of a Girl. So a cool riff versus a great beginning. Dun, 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 dun. This is a story of a girl. Yeah, these are two oh, really man, strong great openings yeah. to songs. Well, once again, Jet didn't chart. Nine days did with number six. Yeah, I think success. I can Jet is currently a more popular song on Spotify but with 284 million plays. Man. Nine days with this song has 70 million plays. I think Jet, the, the Are You Gonna Be My Girl, because it has maybe like an older rock style, it is a little more timeless. Are You Gonna Be My Girl? Yeah, like it could have come out yeah. in the past five years. Yeah, is that what you're saying? It could come out anytime. Like, you remember the, the Black Keys, right? They were a modern or band like, that came out with an old sound. Or like a Franz Ferdinand. Franz sort Ferdinand. Of yeah, yeah, there's these. They, and that was kind of uh, the scene that I sort of got into. Are they 90s or are they 2000s? 2000s. France? Yeah. yeah. I like Are You Gonna Be My Girl so much, but I think absolutely it's very of its time. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I will give it to Nine Days. For sure. It feels like a 2000 song and it charted so much better. What year did it come out? April 2000. Okay. I'm thinking if I'm being the police here, uh, the the one one hit wonder police, Mm -hmm. not the 80s police, no 70s to 80s police. Sometimes 90s. It hits in the 90s too. That's not the point. The point is... Can we have a police show? (laughs) Yes, I love the police. I do too. Okay. Uh, But I'm looking at the Are You You Gonna Be My Girl by Jet and I'm looking at the other hits that Jet had and I did know the look what you've done. And I look at the one, the other one that Nine Days have. First of all, I don't even remember who Nine Days is. No, nope. yeah. I just know that, but I know that song so well. And to me, that says more hit wonder that I know that song so well. I could not tell you who it was by until we did this bracket. So I'm going with absolutely Story of a Girl. Um, I will as well. Um, off mic, you played the other song from Jet, and I definitely recognized it right away. So probably uh, time to eliminate them and go with absolutely Story of a Girl. All right, now these are two deep, soulful songs uh, <laughs> up next. So we've got Milkshake and Collide. <laughs> ah. You know what impresses me about Kellis, by the way? <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's very impressive. She, is a, she, she trained as a part-time as a saucier, graduating from Le Cordon Bleu Culinary School, and she wrote a cookbook. She cooks? Yes, she does. And she says this, and this is she, she spoke it's to me milkshakes. here. She spoke to me here, guys. She says... <laughs> That sauces are, quote, what accessories are to a woman's outfit. Sauce defines where a dish is from and who's making it. I think everything is better smothered, poured, or dipped. Which leads me to believe, gentlemen, milkshake is literally about milkshakes. Oh, is that what you're saying now? Uh, That's what I'm saying now. I'm still confused. (laughs) I I can tell you it's a saucy song. (laughs) Yes, it is. Wait, so she likes dipping fries in a Wendy's Frosty. Is that what you're saying? I'm saying she's in a sauce is what she's saying. She's a saucy. Which is the way to eat both of those items. No, I think that I like Frosties. I like fries. I don't like them together. You're wrong. Save it for our Wendy's show. But it's a (laughs) sauce. You kicked me off of that show. (laughs) And it brings the boys to the yard. (laughs) No, one has an impact. Howie Day, I thought, was one of the singers from Backstreet Boys. (laughs) So did I. And it's apparently not. Nope. 
collide. I could see the title and I have no idea what it is. But you then you hear, you're the best. You know, it's like, it's like Daniel Pewter's second cousin <laughs> trying to come up with a hit. I think his last name is probably Howie Pewter and he changed it's it today. Powder. Plus, he's got a criminal record. Like, I'm going to hold that against him. You don't think Kellis has a criminal record for all the <laughs> boys she brought to her yard? <laughs> but I'm going to give it to Kellis. The song is so much more memorable. I'm going to actually go for Collide. Because okay. that even after the whole <laughs> sauce explanation, I, I respect her as a saucier, as a chef, but I don't really that song. I respect her as a saucier. It's, <laughs> it's funny to make fun of, but Collide actually is a song that you can enjoy. And Kellis, might I add, had two other hits, one of which was terrible, but still both of them charted. You're in your car and you're going to blast one of these songs. You it's milkshake. I'm not blasting milkshake from my car. <laughs> yeah, bring other boys to the yard. Where am I driving around? Am I picking up my kids at school while doing that? <laughs> You're an alpine. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. It comes down to me, huh? Yes. I think both of these songs are cheesy oh, in yeah. totally different ways, like yeah. completely opposite ways. Yeah. I really hate Collide. <laughs> I think it's a terrible song, <sighs> but I don't like milkshake. Well, of course not. But it's it's tacky and a fun Look, 2000s We both know way. neither of these will make it to the, the final no. four. I'm going to go with <laughs> Milkshake. I'm going to take Milkshake on. <laughs> wow. Milkshake makes it pretty far. So Milkshake moves on. Now we have A Thousand Miles versus A Thing Called Love. Both actually, again, in different ways, fun to sing. Yeah. Uh, like, ironically. Once again, I have to say this. The Darkness Way Fun didn't chart. Nessa Carlton did, but it has other hits. And it's still, there's a technicality why they didn't chart. It's not just they didn't chart because it wasn't a hit. They didn't chart because they didn't produce enough albums to be distributed or something like that. There was some weird thing. Well, radio play at that I point. I got a lot of radio play. I heard it all over the place. Not as Maybe not as much as Vanessa Carlton's A Thousand Miles. Does this feel like a 2000 song? I believe in a thing called love. Yes. I mean, it's intended to be more uh, no. it's like, it sounds, the 80s rock. Yeah, vibe. they kind of threw it back there. But I'll tell you what, that song... That song, I'm, I'm voting for it because that song is so fun to sing, so yeah. fun to listen to. And it is like, you think of the darkness. I do know their song Girlfriend, which I once again highly recommend looking up. But I believe in a thing called love is one that you hear still played. And I don't think you hear a thousand miles as much. In memory of Ingrid Michaelson and Niall Naim, I think we have to keep Vanessa Carlton in this bracket to represent. Wait, but <laughs> excuse me. Doesn't the lead singer Justin Hawkins of the Darkness have a song have a voice that's a little bit as high I mean, it's as not all the other stop falsetto? <laughs> it is. I love amazing. falsetto. I mean, I love Muse for a reason. But yeah. the Darkness seems like they're try they're tryhards. I love the song, but they seem like they're tryhards. Touching you. <laughs> What's tryhard about that? I love you. I love you so much, so much. <laughs> Vanessa Carlton, there's like talent there. I'm shocked. I don't know more of her music, even though. I totally hated that genre back then. Yeah. I like some of your logic, Kent. (laughs) That's Uh, generally how it goes. I think discount Alicia Keys should go on. A thousand miles. No. You're kicking out. I believe in a thing called love. I love the song. After we rocked out and everything. I sang it on Twitter. I was going to play that at our funerals. You still can. (laughs) Zach's going to play Bulletproof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I can't believe it. (laughs) A thousand miles goes on. Now we have crazy versus face down. Ooh, crazy number two, face down number 24. It did hit number four in New Zealand. <laughs> face down did. So that's cool. Yeah. 
No, uh, I got. I, this is easy for me. Is it? Because I love Face Down. I think it's a great song. But when I think of One Hit Wonders, I mean that's a crazy. Thing. Was does everywhere. the police? Does the police? Go off at all for you with this, with it being CeeLo Green, no, who has he, multiple hits. CeeLo Green may have multiple hits, but Gnarls Barkley, who's just CeeLo Green, they only have two albums. Can you, can you name a CeeLo Green song right now? Forget You, which is... Oh, yeah. But that was a CeeLo Green song. That was a song. huge hit. That, but that's it like, was. That's like going after Sting's solo career because of the police. I just think it really should be factored in that he... This is just CeeLo Green with a producer. Okay, so we threw a name on it, Naros Barkley. Well, no, you get but it's not a producer, like it's a, but it's not like it's a band. You get Danger oh, Mouse is a musical mastermind. You get P- Peter like Cetera, the is different. Peter Cetera with a backing band is Chicago. You can put anyone behind him, and it still sounds like Chicago. Yeah, James Mercer from The Shins when he's with Danger Mouse, it's Broken Bells, and the sound is completely different. But then how can you call him like a one hit? Angels wonder? and Airwaves, it's crap. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Angels and Airwaves, you might actually call a one hit wonder. So there, there's, an, I guess, an argument, but yeah, I, I don't know. I just feel a little bit weird saying, yeah, this guy who's, you know, popular enough to be one of the celebrity judges on a reality TV show is, is a one-hit wonder. That's not a high wonder. bar. I know, but still. But then you get Red Suit Jumper at Red Jumpsuit. I don't know why I can't say it. Red <laughs> Jumpsuit Apparatus. <laughs> You're never going to get it. No. <laughs> but they, that song, it's a good song, and I really enjoy it. But I'm telling you, dun, 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 dun. I remember when you heard remember, that everywhere in the 2000s. Yeah, you still hear it today. Well, I remember I the music it, video like, with like the, the ink blots? Like I said, I avoided music this decade. I avoided popular music. You can't escape crazy. No, <laughs> dating life. That's your dating life. Yeah. <laughs> and it was actually the music was inspired by the film scores of spaghetti westerns. The in, in perfect the, in Neo Morcone. Yeah, that sound is definitely there. I think it goes ahead. You're both voting crazy. Yeah. Yes. On principle, I'm going face down. Crazy moves on. And now we move to Don't Trust Me versus Stacy's Mom. Joel, by the way, I feel like you have thoughts here. Well, no, I'm just going to give a little more background on 303 because their their name, even though it's the number three, O-H, exclamation point, the number three, they're actually got there from the 303 area code from Colorado where they're from. Zach, you're doing the Zach, hand they have a cool right hand What are you doing Diamond Dallas Page right now? They got sued by Diamond Dallas Did Page. Did they really? Because their, their symbol was like putting their, their index fingers and thumbs together, make an O and then the three fingers up. Yeah. And that's 303. And then Diamond Dallas Page said, uh-uh, I'm filing a lawsuit. That's my trademark diamond cutter hand gesture. He wasn't so. even a thing in the 2000s. DDP? Yeah. Yeah, he was done. Uh, but it was weird, by the way, watching 303 or listening and watching some of their stuff. Just They have a style. They do. Yeah. And they embrace that style. And it's amazing to me they get like Katy Perry or Kesha in their music videos because they're just ridiculous frat boy like types. Trailer rock. Yeah. Whereas Stacy's mom, Adam Schlesinger, such a talented voice of the 2000s. And I think as I, I really do think Stacy's mom deserves to go on much more than 303. 303 you had the bigger hit though, and they sold three and a half million copies of this song. They reached seven on the top, on the Billboard, whereas Stacy's mom only got 21. But they also had more hits, so whoop whoop. Let's not delay this. Stacy's mom moves on. Yes, it does. Stacy's mom. Now, gentlemen, we are to the Elite Eight. Oh, thanks, thanks for saying that with that voice. Yes, no problem. Yes. All right, here we go. Now, we had some matchups that were really, you know, close and, and just genres are close or somehow matched up. I don't know what's going on here. Who let the dogs out versus <laughs> Bulletproof? <laughs> what? Okay, oh, this is Legacy. This is the song of the early 2000s that everyone kind of hated, but they knew. Hmm. 
versus Bulletproof, which I only recently discovered that I freaking love. I mean, is this where we really start to... I think to, this is personal preference. Personal. Gonna, gonna I mean, take. is personal preference going to rain now? I don't know, because at the same time, Bulletproof... Did hit number eight on Billboard and 27 weeks on the charts. It did. Which is far better than Baja Men. Baja Men made number 40, but the thing is, you do hear Who Let the Dogs There's Out more way impact. more than Bulletproof. It, it had a cultural impact. But like, here's the thing. If, it, if we're going, it's... 33% cultural impact, 33% performance, and 34% taste. True. I mean... Not I, taste, personal preference. Taste. I have 67% <laughs> saying that Bulletproof should move on. Same. You guys cannot knock out Who Let the Dogs Out of a 2001 hit wonder bracket. <laughs> Doing it right now. You can't do it in the Elite Eight. I'm so sorry. It's Who Let the Dogs Out. Are you kidding me? You keep them in. Are you guys really voting Bulletproof? Bulletproof. I'm voting Bulletproof. I'll vote who let the dogs out and be right then. Okay. No way. We, at some point, it's just got to go. It's got to go. It Don't you want to enjoy the final four? Oh, final four, maybe, but if that made it to the finals, like we'd all give up. It would hurt. It would be like nails on a chalkboard. Bulletproof doesn't feel like a one hit wonder. Who let the dogs out feels like a one hit wonder. You guys are so wrong. Sorry. My bias is just showing. I, I want to agree with you, Joel. I really do. You should agree with me. I hate who let the dogs out so much and Bulletproof is amazing. You hate it because it was played so much because it was a huge it's hit not in the, the 2000s. And How long can you make it into the song? It's not the font. 20 song's seconds. Fault. I know. It's not the song's fault. It's How many played. words can you sing of Bulletproof, Kent? That was, that was a half a word. You got a half a word. This time, baby, I'll be Bulletproof. You guys just killed credibility on this bracket. <laughs> oh, that happened last show. Now we have Bad Day versus Absolutely Story of a Girl. Oh, okay. Bad Day, number one on Billboard. Absolutely, number six on Billboard. I will, I will, yeah. I'm going to go Bad Day on this one. Bad Day, by the way, became the first song ever to sell two million digital copies in the United States. It was on the top of the Billboard Hot 100 for five weeks, number one. It's got the performance. It's, it was important for the time. It was on American Idol. I feel like you're giving it credit, though, for like James Blunt a little bit. Because we took James Blunt out because he had other hits. I liked this song better at the time. I'm going to give it to Story of a Girl. I don't think it's going through, but just based on mostly personal preference. I, is this a good song outside of the intro? The intro is yeah. amazing. Is it just generally a good song? Because I feel it's, it gets repetitive very fast. I actually feel like this song escalates pretty well. Absolutely Story of a Girl. Is gonna have a bad day. Oh, okay. I'm voting bad there day. it is. I agree. I'm sorry because why, I, Joel? Zach, Zach, it was it was actually just something you just said now when you said, "Is it a good song or just a good intro?" And I was start, I started to sing the song, and I'm like, "Yeah, later on, I don't really care for it as much." But bad day has that. There's that bridge section that's pretty solid the whole time. But it's it's a one hit wonder to behold, Joel. Why to behold? Why of all the things in the world? Are we matching up on bad day? I don't know. Why? Because did I pick bad day to start agreeing with you? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I hate my life. Well, you need a blue sky holiday. The point is they laugh now we have boys. milkshake versus a thousand miles. Whoa. Basically same genre. Oh my gosh. Wow. Milkshake once again, number three, thousand miles, number five. But it was a top 10 song in five other countries. I cannot stand Kellis after listening to that other hit she had in 1999 of caught out there i hate that one so much i hate that so much right now that i have to vote for <laughs> vanessa carlton 
Yeah, I've been pushing milkshake just based on how memorable it is. It's the the hook is so catchy. But you know what's catchier? A thousand miles. So I think mm-hmm. Vanessa Carlton mm-hmm. goes on. Zach? I would also vote for a thousand miles. I think it's a good choice. Then why'd you push milkshake this far? Because it was good till now. You say the milkshake spoiled? <laughs> And now our last matchup, uh, bringing in our last member of the final four, we have Crazy Whoa. versus Stacy's mom. This is hard. This is this is Wait, a final matchup right here. Wow, wow. This, this is that's this, okay. This is my favorite. Let me get some of details here because and, we and have we haven't talked a lot about these bands because we just knew they'd go forward. Yeah. So Narles Barkley, they won the Grammy for Best Urban Alternative Performance. They were nominated for Best Record of the Year, but they lost to Dixie Chicks. And Rolling Stone gave Crazy the best song of 2006 and the best song of the decade. Stacy's Mom reached number one on MTV's TRL and VH, VH1's V-Spot Top 20 Countdown and ranks number 350 on Blender's 500 Greatest Songs Since You Were Born. I'll go first. Oh, jeez. Because I have... This, this is a difficult matchup. And I love singing both of these songs very much. And I, I enjoy both of these songs very much. But I found something about Crazy by Gnarls Barkley. That it has Have you multi been saving this? Multi no. Well, not really, but this is just something I, I think about every time I think of the song. Crazy had multi-generational appeal because I thought it was a fantastic song. And then my dad, who's significantly older than I am, pulled me in one day and he's like, You've got to hear this song. Yeah. And he sat me down and had me listen to Crazy because he wanted to show me all the cool parts of it. And he's like, listen here, this is a great part right here when they change key. This is really good when they're doing these lyrics. Like he was explaining to me why it was a fantastic song. And I was like, Dad, I know it's a great song. And we bonded over that. I don't think that's going to happen with Stacy's mom. No. I feel like Crazy is the more musically complex. I mean, Stacy's mom is fun. It's so Crazy fun. Crazy is complex and a little more musical, musically intricate. And that's why I have a hard time because it's brain versus heart kind of thing going on here. I've got to go with Crazy, though, just because it appealed to a wide generation. It was a huge hit. It was everywhere for a while. It was. It never got annoying to me. I never got tired of the song. I agree with that. But you're going against him having another hit in 2000. Can you sing going on? What's going on? That's not it. <laughs> I, I watched the video, actually, and I'm like, you hit number this is kind of cool. Though. I'll have to listen to this song later. But crazy. when you think Narles Barkley, you think Crazy. Crazy is one of my very favorite songs on this bracket, but so is Stacy's mom. So I, I'm still super torn. Okay, well, uh, I'm going to vote next. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm no. going next. No. Yeah, Stacy's mom is my vote. <sighs> Mostly for the Fountains of Wayne love. This isn't even in my top 10 favorite Fountains of, Fountain of Wayne songs. And I think they deserve so much more love. Surprised that they didn't hit the Billboard success in the 90s. Mm-hmm. And that this one, they were considered a new band with this song. And it felt like such an insult. So I feel like they deserve some time to shine. So what you're saying is you're voting for the band, not the song. Well, and Stacy's mom is super cliche 2000s. It really right. fit that era of like crass comedies. That's why I'm surprised it wasn't on a ton of soundtracks because it feels like the teen movie vibe of the 2000s. Like it really does belong in the decade. Crazy, amazing boom, song. Better boom, song. Boom, better boom, song. Boom, better song. Boom, better song. Boom, timeless. Timeless. But that's the thing. Could it timeless? Could, it could have come out yesterday. I don't think it could have though. I, I just for some reason it really does capture that essence of two thousands for me. Oh, and it's, no I, way. I see the music video with the ink that's blots a, that's and everything. An insult. What? To, uh, you don't want the essence of two thousands. <laughs> <laughs> that's like fifteen year old brute. But I got to give my respect to Crazy just because I feel like just the 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 visual of it, the sound of it, the impact of it. That's what made it great. I hate you both so much. I do think there's a right choice that you need to make here. Crazy is the better song. 
It is. But I was really adamant last round that it shouldn't go on because I think it's mostly now it's Barkley. Stacy's mom. Wow. Hold on. Should I change my vote? Can I change my vote? No, you screwed yourself over. Because <laughs> I feel like crazy is the who let the dogs out of this side. We just you took already it out. killed out the who let the dogs out. No, but it was also it's not a it's not a one hit wonder. What? Crazy from Gnarls Barkley. Technically, no. Barely. Like That's the thing. People know crazy. They don't this know is like, going hey, on. The police were going crazy that first round. They crazy. were. They were, but they're they like, hey, Gnarls Barkley, we like the song, though. No, <laughs> like, no, no. So like I said, you it, get a it, pass. it weakens the position, but this is still a strong enough song. It should have stood on its own. The Why can we agree on that one instead of I know. Bad Day? I love it. The final four. <laughs> Look at the final this is a four. Pathetic final four. No, no, this is a great final four. Actually, if you look at it, it kind of hits the different. Hey, you're crappy singer songwriter. Thousand Miles, you're decent singer songwriter. And Stacy's mom, you're garbage pop punk thing. Bulletproof versus Bad Days, your first matchup. So we're starting up with. Mm-hmm. Why are you guys looking at me? You guys are the one running the show. Just keep well, running down the it's, aisle. It's going to seem like we're running the show because I think, for preference, for mm-hmm. myself. It's bulletproof for success. It's bad day, though. Bulletproof did very, very well. Bulletproof got number eight on the Billboard Hot 100. Yeah. Bad day got number one. Mm-hmm. Daniel Powder has five albums. Bullet, or Larue has three albums. Larue sold about three million copies of this single. Daniel Pewter sold five million <laughs> copies. Powder, <laughs> you did this. I by accident. <laughs> Oh, I also had like the help of American Idol to just keep. That's what I was going to say, though, is I think Bulletproof, I love singing it. But I think that Bad Day, the reason they chose it for the American Idol goodbye song was because it really did kind of hit that 2000s note. And it's in cemented a lot of people's heads that way. (sighs) I'm going to make Joel happy. No. North Carolina. No. Moves on. We haven't had a number one seed really move on this entire time. Like. Sometimes, oh, you're using basketball terms. Yes, yeah, in the NCAA tournament. Yeah. There's generally two in the final four, two number one seats. Yeah. And it's usually North Carolina North Carolina yeah. or Duke. This is probably the Look North Carolina. Sports stuff out. So proud of and you. And even though you jerk. Oh man, I hate bad day and I love bulletproof. But I'm trying to make Joel a little bit happier. No, don't make me happy. No, here's the thing. No, it's credibility though. I think bulletproof is You an lost incred- credibility two rounds ago. I'm trying to get bring it back. Bulletproof is an incredible song. Bad Day is terrible, but I feel like having Bulletproof in the final two would be strange for 2001 Hit Wonder Show because the song still slaps. And I'm going to say, wow. I'll say Bad Day. There, I'll say it. Okay. I'll say Bad Day should advance. You guys do whatever the heck you want to do because you've been going wrong Zach, this whole go. time. Say Bad Day. Take it away from me because I don't want to vote for it. Bulletproof. It's on you, Kent. <laughs> okay. I usually get things wrong when I vote for Oscars because I always go with my heart and I never go with like the logic, my, my, my logic. And I'm going to have to go with logic here. And bad day takes <laughs> the win and goes to the finals. And uh, I hate myself for this. I regret it already. You shut down so many things for LaRue and then here you back down. Here yeah. you make Look, them not I, bulletproof. I just want to give credit to LaRue with Bulletproof because the song is so it great. Is. It is. I, I'd say I can't get mad at it because I like it's the song. It's actually my favorite of anything else here on the list. Really? really? Mm-hmm. I think it's a good call. And Bad Day goes into the finals. You had a bad day. You had a bad day. And now it's going to take on either A Thousand Miles 
or Stacy's mom? I think Vanessa Carlton, like I said, she had that just, just a day, just an ordinary. I can't sing it, but I know that song when I heard it. And she had she had a number 30 hit. She had a 101 and she had an 86. She had other hits. Stacy's mom is all that Fountains of Wayne has. So you're going with her Narles Barkley logic. It's good to know. <laughs> no, because it seems like it. I, I'm working a thing out. I haven't made a decision yet, <laughs> Ken. Make the decision. Because I also feel like. Oh, man, a thousand miles definitely does has that 2000s feel. But then Stacy's mom. I brought it here. So I'm going to put in my vote first for a thousand miles. I think a thousand miles is so 2000s. I think that we we love Stacy's mom. It's a fun song. Mm. But a thousand miles is just ingrained in that time. And I would put it through. Well, I'm going against you on this one, Zach. I'm going to go with Stacy's mom okay. based on the fact that she has done very well outside of this song. Fountains of Wayne. <laughs> Stacy's mom has? <laughs> <laughs> no, sorry. <laughs> Vanessa. Vanessa Stacy's daughter, Vanessa Carlton. She's done very well. And I think Fountains of Wayne, this is like their big rabbit success. They never got credit for that thing you do. Uh, they wrote songs for others, other bands that made it into this bracket. And they never got the kind of credit that they deserve. Stacy's mom was finally the time when they achieved that kind of success. And it belonged right in that decade. So I'm going to go with Stacy's mom. Guys, this is not easy. It's not easy. Because this I'm is glad like, you're in these. I, I don't like being in this position because I took too long because to Because pretty much every time one of us is in that position, we mess it up. <laughs> well, you do. Because I'm, I'm, I'm actually playing him through my head right now. I'm trying to see which one takes me back to that time. And look, guys, I know it might be wrong. <laughs> Whoa. But I'm going with Stacy's mom. <laughs> oh, my word. I did not see that coming. <laughs> that wasn't even Zach who chose that. That was you, Joel. Wow. I know. I'm looking at the two, So though. Crazy would have easily be 1,000 miles. Yes. Oh, totally. Crazy would have sailed through 1,000 miles. I was kind of hoping for 1,000 miles because it would have been fun to have that one win because 500 miles won for the 90s. Oh, that would have been fun. <laughs> Double that. Right? Yeah. That's funny. So well, here we that, go. there's our final matchup: Stacy's mom versus Bad Day. <laughs> this is such a bizarre matchup. Well, we know my thoughts. Like I went against my taste on the last one, but there is one that it's my genre of music. It's one that I still enjoy listening to now. The music video is super tacky and cheesy. Like it's a song that takes me back to that time. Bad Day reminds me of watching American Idol and being like, oh, that's. A shame that that guy who I will never see again had to be eliminated from that show. It just reminds me of a time where music was manufactured, and that is American Idol. And Bad Day reminds me of manufactured American Idol. So Stacy's mom gets it for me. Whereas I'm going to go opposite here, Kent, because you're, you're I'm going to put it on me. Yeah, well, not, not even that, but I just look at it and I'm like, yeah, Stacy's mom is a fun juvenile hit, nominated for a Grammy. Bad Day. I, I think you're. I think you're honestly putting too much. On the American Idol aspect, just listen to the song. Well, that's why it was is. huge. But well, that's what broke it. It charted the, the uh, bad day charted in the top five in more than ten countries worldwide and became the most played song on European radio. And that that was even before it came over here. And then we got it here, and it became a huge hit. I feel like Stacy's Mom is a fun song that I enjoy singing, but that's a kid's song. I feel like Bad Day is legitimately well, not a kid song because, you know, but yeah, but I mean, yeah. but like, like it's a juvenile song, whereas I feel like Bad Day is legitimately a good song that 
I mean, just the, I like the piano of it. I like the singing of it. I like the emotion of it. And I love singing along with Stacey's mom, and I think it's fun. But I do feel like Bad Day deserves to like be more fun. Like Daniel Powder. What else does he have going for him? Nothing. Yeah. I was going to say, Fountains of Wayne, they had like they had that thing you do. They have and Adam Schuchinger wrote all those other hits. But Daniel Powder only has this one thing. Yeah, but only got credit for like this one song. And it's he gets this, credit for other things. We're giving him credit right now. Well, he's a very talented singer songwriter. Yeah, exactly. But Daniel Powder, what else has he got? We, we can't even say his well, last so name. So you're giving right. him the pity vote because no, I'm saying, he wrote a milk toast he is, song. He is a one hit wonder of the 2000s. This was his hit. This was his chance. And we got no, to they, give it they to both him. qualify. They're both one hit wonders. Oh, they are. They are. No, look, Fountains of Wayne was around for a decade before they were ever noticed. And it was with this song. Imagine that. Uh, well, Daniel Powderhoop has been around since 1997. This was 2005 when he got this hit. So he was about around for a decade as well. Yeah, but he wasn't writing good music. Fountains of Wayne was. <laughs> <laughs> he's not doing anything because he's... I mean, I apologize to everyone who owns his album. Did I mention that uh, Daniel Powder is Canadian? Oh, well, that's easy. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, um, this is on you. I, I'm back and forth. Obviously... Love Stacy's mom, uh, <laughs> but you I love it. Or you're in love with her. I you're gonna sing along with someone to had a bad day. You're gonna kumbaya around the campfire. I know every word to both songs. You do? Yeah, I know every single word to Bad Day. Wow, I don't hate it. It's overplayed, but yeah, it's, it's it's true though. But you know, Kent, when you kick the when you kick the leaves, the magic is lost. You know that? <laughs> you just read that on your computer. <laughs> Daniel computer. <laughs> I I think that Stacy's mom exists outside of the 2000s and bad day doesn't. I mean, doesn't that have to count for something in a 2000s one hit wonder bracket? It is so 2000s. It should. It stays there. It should die there. How does Stacy's mom exist outside the 2000s? It, it's a good song now. How was it? How was it? How is it 2000s? What, what is 2000s about? It? Everything about it. The, the movies that came out, the TV shows, uh, the CWWB era, not another teen movie. All these movies. Oh, it sounds like, all the Freddie Prince Jr. movies. It sounds like Rivers Cuomo got happy. Like, it sounds like a Weezer song. Kent, you just stood in line to hit a new low. <laughs> <laughs> Zach, can't you see? You're faking the smile with the coffee to go. And the winner of the 2000s bracket here on Bacon Sale is... Bad day. Oh by my Daniel word! <laughs> what? A, it's a real disappointment. Honestly, There's a Cinderella story here. No, honestly, guys, I was gonna say I even if I would take Bad Day over Crazy too. No, I, I had like I, wow. I didn't really have a winner when I picked this out. Like when we first did this bracket, mm -hmm. but when this episode started and it started going along, I'm like, well, it's crazy. Crazy's got to take it, right? And well, no, actually, at first, my first thing was like, who, who let Doug's out was gonna take it. Then you guys knocked it out. I'm like, well, what else is here? I was like, well, crazy. And then you knocked that out. So I'm okay with this. Bad day just snuck right in. I just think it fits the category of the of, one hit wonder of the worst of decade of music it known is, to man. Exactly. It is in North Carolina. That, that's the thing. <laughs> it is. If you look at, but nobody wants North Carolina to win. I know. If you look at a snapshot of what this decade is, that's it, this it's is a signature song. garbage, right? In Euro <laughs> trash. That's what music. And was. trailer hey. trash music. Garbage is a good band. Yeah. No. The, uh, sorry. Are they, garbage are is they? great. Yes. yes. Are they? Yes. Mm. Big and sell approved. Big and sell approved. Fine. Okay. Okay. They do a James Bond song, so I have to like them. That's true. Wow. So there you go. Daniel Pewter. <laughs> Daniel Powder. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Powder just won our 2000s one hit wonder. I am shocked. Oh wow. Let us know what your how your bracket panned out if it matched up with ours. I somehow doubt it. But uh, let us know what if you pass this around to your friends, your coworkers. We want to hear your feedback on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Let us know 
if you agree with our decision, <laughs> even if you don't agree with how we got here. But before we go, we want to make sure we thank our patrons yes, in a couple of different special categories. In the I Am The Listener tier, we have Adrian Gray, Terry Finley, Kyler Loves Bacon Sale, Crew Dutler, Sean Sanquist, Alicia Bass, Plot Twist Media, Braden Winterton, Sweet Bottom Cakes, Jessica Drought, follow him on Instagram, Jennifer Kilkowski, Babs, and Glow Clen Daniel. And of the Bacon Council, we have Chris Anderson, Hailstorm, Ryan Farron, Mats, uh, Stephen Ross, Jessica Terry, and Brian Madsen. Brian. Congratulations, Brian. Congratulations. Congratulations, Haley. Woo! But if you want to find me, you can find me at 76 Joel on Twitter, or you can find me performing with QuickWits. They're doing free shows online on Facebook. For more details, go to qwcomedy.com or go to the QuickWits Facebook page. If you want to find me on Twitter or Instagram, it's at Kenny3DD. If you want to read my movie reviews, it's showtimeshowdown.com. And if you'd like to connect with me, you can do so on Twitter and Instagram at TumblingMustard. But most importantly, make sure you're following Bacon Sale on all the social media, including liking the Facebook page and following on Instagram and Twitter at Bacon Sale. While you're doing that, go ahead and stop by tpublic.com slash bacon sale and get yourself some show merch. You can get all sorts of things, including some just super awesome t-shirts. That's yeah. that's the best thing on there, let's be honest. And then if you want to support the show further, you can go to patreon.com slash bacon sale, where support starts at just three bucks a month. You can get yourself uh, access to all sorts of behind the scenes and extra goodies there. All right, thank you for listening to Bacon Sale. And if you weren't super pleased with the result, just uh, sing a sad song and you'll turn it around. Why did it work out for them, but it never works out for Kent? Everyone's a winner. Are they? Sure. We're all losers because uh, Handlebars <laughs> isn't here today. I'm trying to make this kind of funny, but it's not. But their dad is the tomato, and they lost ketchup. Cute. That makes me feel uncomfortable. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Metro go? Station sang a song about tattoo. We're going to sing. That's not even in. The garlic cauliflower spinach. <laughs> That's what's doing a in. You're assuming there's logic on a bacon cell bracket? <laughs> Yeah, Australia is better than Canada. That's Whoa! True. No, they're basically the not. same thing, just with bigger spiders. What and, uh, would you rather have, America's hat or England's criminals? <laughs> nope, no, 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 no. Whoop, whoop! That's, That's the sound of the police. police. I hate you, you so, so much, much right, right now. now. Ah! It sounds like a team building activity at CERN. Why do I sound like Obama? <laughs> <laughs> you did. I, I was beaming in the beamer. I beaming. Girlfriend, I love you. I love you. I love you so much. Logic schmogic. Beeman. Beeman and the beeman. Just beeman. We boy. do that because we're weird. And we're bacon cell. Bacon cell. <laughs> I big, threw I'm, it out. I'm a big cake I fan. I shaved like it off. Do you feel like a man when you grow, grow a, a mustache? mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I'm creeped out now. What's this mashup <laughs> stuff we're doing, fellas? <laughs> out of all the farm tools, why should we not trust that one? That's my question. One yeah. time when I was a kid, I got hit in the throat by a hoe. What? Bulletproof! Sorry for my teenage self. I was always partial to the dark-haired tattoo member. We're having a, we're just having a mid-show Google tattoo break. Wow. <laughs> tattoo cell. He is the Pierce Brosnan of the Superman franchise. He looks the part. He's Timothy Dalton he of the Superman the franchise. He got bad your lips. Wait, why? Because you love Timothy Dalton? Love him. And Brandon Routh is no Timothy Dalton? No. Okay, he's the Roger Moore? No. Uh, Timothy Dalton is the Henry Cavill of Bonds. Whoa. Oh, save it for the Bond show. What is happening? I don't know. I don't know. Where are we? (laughs) Daniel Pewter's second cousin (laughs) trying to come up with a hit. I like some of your logic, Kent. You can't escape crazy. 
on principle, I'm going face down. You don't want the essence of 2000s. <laughs> I'm still a good guy. And um, I hate myself for this. I regret it already. Thanks, Listen, Andy. bad day. Oh, okay, <laughs> that is the one he's going to agree with me on? Yeah. Zach, next time agree with me on a good song. Okay, okay, deal. Obviously, love Stacy's mom 